morning, y'all. I'm Katie Kamen, and it's Memorial Day, May 29th. We hope you'll take time today to remember the men and women who have died while serving their country. That's what this day is all about. And did you know Charleston claims the very first Memorial Day celebration? That first observance happened on May 1st, 1865, when newly freed former slaves gathered at what is now Hampton Park to place decorations on the graves of Union soldiers. By 1890, every state had adopted Memorial Day as a holiday. But do you know when Memorial Day was set as the last Monday in May? I'll have that answer coming up. But first, let's head over to the Live 5 First Alert Weather Center for a look at that Monday forecast. And good morning to you. I'm meteorologist Joey Silvine. Starting out our Memorial Day, still with just a few clouds around this morning. Those clouds breaking apart. Lots of sunshine on the way for today. Finally, after some cloudy days, uh, the past two days and cool temperatures, uh, finally we're warming up. Starting out a little cool this morning. We'll be in the mid-70s by noon. Upper 70s, low 80s for high temperatures as we head into this afternoon. Under a mostly sunny to partly cloudy sky. So much better weather ahead. More typical for this time of the year. Although average highs 86 will be slightly below that each day this week. Highs in the low to mid-80s with just a slight chance of rain each day the weekend. You're listening to Morning Y'all, your local headlines and first alert weather forecast, powered by the Low Country's news leader, Live 5 News. Now, let's get to your morning headlines. On this Memorial Day, in honor of those who gave the ultimate sacrifice, many cities and counties around the Low Country will be hosting events. Today at 10 a.m., Dorchester County Council will honor all U.S. military personnel who died while serving in the United States Armed Forces. Council will also be unveiling the new Veterans Monument at that ceremony. Later today in Mount Pleasant at Patriots Point, Taps is set to be played by a bagpipe musician on the pier at 3 this afternoon. That musician is also set to perform on the flight deck. And at Hampton Park, you can bring the lawn chairs and blankets and listen to live music with the combined Charleston Concert Band and Columbia Community Band for the annual Memorial Day concert. That event also begins today at 3. And a reminder that due to the holiday, there will be closures of certain businesses and services. State, county, and local offices will all be closed today in recognition of Memorial Day. Banks will also be closed. If you're expecting mail or garbage services today, you'll have to wait. According to the city of Charleston, garbage and trash pickup will be on a one-day delay. So if your pickup day is usually Monday, this week it will be on Tuesday. The Monk's Corner Police Department says they've arrested a man in connection to a deadly shooting over the weekend. Police say 34-year-old Travell Fowler is charged with murder. According to police, this is connected to a shooting where officers were called to Birchwood Drive for a possible homicide around 4.15 Saturday afternoon. When they got there, officers say they found a woman dead inside her home with what looked like gunshot wounds. As of now, her name has not been released by the coroner's office. That investigation is ongoing. The Somerville Police Department says three people were injured and a suspect is in custody after a weekend shooting. Officers say 20-year-old Donovan Manigal of Somerville was arrested and charged with unlawful carrying of a firearm. This comes after police responded to Central Avenue near Corey Gardens on Saturday for a man who'd been shot. Police tell us three victims in total were shot. They all have non-life-threatening injuries. This morning, a community is mourning the loss of a firefighter who died while battling a fire over the weekend. 
Crews lined the streets in Colombia as James Mueller was carried in a procession out of the city yesterday. The 25-year-old husband and father lost his life while battling an apartment complex fire in Colombia Friday. Part of the structure fell on him, trapping him. Mueller was taken to a hospital, but he did not survive his injuries. The Irmo Fire District opened in 1963, and this is the first time they've lost a firefighter in the line of duty. James Mueller was uh, passionate beyond any firefighter I've ever met, ever encountered. He was the epitome of what a firefighter should be, should look like. Uh, he just wrapped into one human being. Amazing. A funeral service will be held for Mueller on Wednesday. The mayor of Irmo has ordered flags at half-staff for several days in honor of him. Six other firefighters were injured and 19 people lost their homes in that apartment fire. Senator Tim Scott hosted his first town hall in Goose Creek since announcing his presidential bid last week. Emily Johnson was at New Life Christian Fellowship Church and tells us more about what he addressed in that event. Hundreds of supporters and community members came together to hear from Tim Scott for the first time since announcing his presidential bid. Scott addressed questions from the audience throughout the evening with topics ranging from police reform and teacher pay to foreign policy and trade agreements, saying the closest thing to magic in America is education. The 57-year-old launched his presidential exploratory committee last month and emphasized his faith, his race, and growing up as the son of a single mother. If we are going to achieve another American century, it will require us, those who agree and those who disagree, to have a civil public forum to debate the serious issues of our time, and then to agree to disagree without being disagreeable. That's true. Scott is currently running against six other confirmed Republican candidates for the upcoming 2024 presidential election. Reporting in Goose Creek, Emily Johnson, Live 5 News. One South Carolina representative is joining U.S. Senator Bernie Sanders in an effort to support raising the minimum wage in Charleston. Representative Wendell Gilliard and Sanders are hosting the rally to raise the wage in Charleston. They're looking to raise the minimum wage to $17 an hour. That rally will be Saturday, June 3rd at 4 p.m. You can see that address there on your screen. Free parking will be available. A link to RSVP is on our website at live5news.com. Just click uh, on the big red box. Looking ahead, next month is Gun Violence Awareness Month, and one organization is inviting you to participate in a special event. The Bradley Blake Foundation, in collaboration with the Berkeley County Sheriff's Office, as well as the Monks Corner Police Department and Goose Creek uh, Police Department, they've all planned a Tri-County Orange Walk. That walk will take place Saturday, June 3rd, from 7 a.m. to 1 p.m. The walk is planned for about three miles through the heart of Monks Corner, beginning and ending at the Monks Corner Rec Complex. Organizers uh, encourage participants to wear orange in order to represent the cause. There will be free food and lots of other community resources. Well, if you're interested in any hiring events in the Lowcountry, there are a few coming up this week. Masses Staffing is hosting an event tomorrow, May 30th. That event is from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. at their location in North Charleston. They have open positions for manufacturing and production, general warehouse and CNC operators. Pay ranges from $17 to $18 an hour based on experience. They will also have on-the-spot interviews. Another event coming up, this one in Hollywood. That event will take place on Saturday, June 3rd at R.D. Schroeder Middle School from noon until 5. 
Companies like Boeing, the State Department of Transportation, Food Lion, and more will all be there. The SC Housing Justice Network is partnering with Reynolds Laundromat and the Low Country Blessing Box to sponsor a free laundry day. On Sunday, June 4th, you can head to the newly renovated Reynolds Laundromat at 2017 Reynolds Avenue in North Charleston. They'll have quarters for wash and dry cycles, hot and cold beverages, daddy's girls, bakeries, chewies, and free ice cream from the ice cream team. Ahead of Charleston Police Chief Luther Reynolds' celebration of life tomorrow, a visitation was held yesterday afternoon for people to pay their respects. Reynolds died last Monday from cancer, days after sharing a letter with the Charleston community in which he said he decided to end cancer treatments and enter hospice care. Hundreds of people, including city officials, police officers, friends and colleagues, gathered inside the McAllister Smith Funeral Home to pay respects to Chief Reynolds. He was named police chief in 2018, and it was announced in uh, late 2021 that he had been diagnosed with cancer. Charleston Mayor John Tecklenburg said Reynolds died at an area hospice facility with his family by his side. Local and state leaders continue sharing their thoughts on the life and legacy of the beloved chief. I think he went above and beyond at times, uh, but that's just the type of person he was and the type of heart he had. He had a commitment, and that was to serve people and build bridges in the process. And for that, we should all be thankful. Chief Reynolds, his celebration of life will be tomorrow at Seacoast Church in Mount Pleasant. Strep throat, a common illness that many of you may have had at one point. But now, one doctor at MUSC, Sean Jenkins Children's Hospital, says cases among children have increased. Those cases known as invasive group A strep are high enough to where doctors are calling it very, very unusual. Our Cameron Bopp joins us now at MUSC and tells us what makes these cases different than other years. Good morning, Cameron. Yeah, Katie, good morning. Well, I'm told cases of kids who have been diagnosed with invasive group A strep here have climbed to more than a dozen. Now, non-invasive group A strep and strep throat are very common. Like you said, Katie, we've probably had it before at some point. Now, invasive group A strep means that same bacteria that causes strep throat is more aggressive and more severe. Now, Allison Eckert is the Division Chief of Pediatrics of Infectious Diseases here at MUSC. She says they started seeing an increased amount of invasive group A strep back in December. Now, strep throat is more common in school-aged children, about 5 to 15 years old. Invasive group A strep is across a broader age range, but common in children even less than one year old. Eckert says it's important to watch for more serious signs and symptoms when it comes to your child. You are the one who knows your child the best, and if things don't quite seem right to you, or um, there is a very high fever, muscle aches, um, chills, other things that would make you a little bit more suspicious that something more serious could be going on. It's very important to go earlier to seek medical care than waiting um, longer. Now, Eckert says there are a number of theories right now as to why they're seeing more cases in invasive group A strep. One of those theories is that people weren't exposed to this bacterium much during the pandemic, and they're seeing a cluster of cases around the short period of time that they would normally see over a two-year span not um, something that people need to panic about. It's just about increasing your awareness 
And if your child or you, for example, have a bad sore throat and a high fever, to take it seriously because this bacteria can be very bad and progress very rapidly. Now she goes on to say the earlier you can start on some antibiotics from the doctor, the better chance you have of this not advancing to maybe a more serious infection. Reporting live in downtown Charleston, Cameron Pop, Live 5 News. Thank you, Cameron. South Carolina will be getting a new mental health hospital for the first time in 30 years. On June 5th, Trident Medical Center will open up Live Oak Mental Health and Wellness. It's located on Ingleside Boulevard in Ladson. The 60-bed, $47.5 million hospital will provide inpatient and outpatient services to adults and children ages 12 to 17. Hospital officials say 5% of hospital admissions in the Tri-County area are mental health related, which shows the crucial need for mental health resources. The ribbon cutting is scheduled for next Monday, June 5th at 10.30 a.m. If you're looking for a chance to give back this week, the Blood Connection is hosting a blood drive. That blood drive is set for Sunday, June 4th from 11 to 4. It'll be hosted at Charleston Aqua Park on Johns Island. Donors will get a $60 e-gift card. If that's not enough incentive, you and your kids can receive 50% off Aquapark tickets with donation confirmation. Well, if you're looking for some fun with your four, furry four-legged friends, the Barks and Brews Festival is coming up next month. That event is part of the Celebrity Paws in the Park, which helps raise money for animals in need. With admission of $25, you can enjoy beer tastings with your souvenir glass, live music and shows, as well as access to all of the doggo activities. You'll also get a souvenir wristband and dog bandana to give your pup a new look. That event is June 10th from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. at Riverfront Park. This week, the Lowcountry Food Bank is hosting their food giveaway on Thursday, June 1st. That free giveaway begins at 4 p.m. at the Macedonia Church of Our Lord Jesus Christ. That address is on your screen. As usual, this event is on a first-come, first-served basis, so please get there early. The giveaway will run until 5 p.m. or until supplies run out. At the top of the show, I asked you if you knew when Memorial Day became recognized on the last Monday of May. Believe it or not, though the commemoration dates back to 1865, it wasn't until 1971 that Congress set the last Monday in May as Memorial Day. Celebrating birthdays this Monday, General Hospital's Anthony Geary is 76, composer Danny Elfman is 70, singer LaToya Jackson is 67, and singer Melissa Etheridge is 62. Thank you so much for joining us for another edition of Morning Y'all from Live 5 News. I'm Katie Kamen. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Morning Y'all is produced every weekday morning. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and download the Live 5 News app for your mobile device. Get the latest news and weather updates 24-7 from Live 5 News, the Low Country's news leader.